Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 233 of the Life Made to Order podcast. How to get greater control over the circumstances in your life. And everyone's like, ooh, someone's going to tell me how to get what I want. I love it. But anyone that's vaguely familiar, even a little bit familiar with my work will probably know this isn't going in the direction that most people would probably hope it is. But hopefully you will see that I'm actually leading you in a direction where it's actually very good for you. So first we want to establish why do we want greater control over our circumstances? Why is that so important to us? And, you know, it's because we believe certain things will make us happy if we have them in our life. We have certain feelings that we don't like and our mind tells us if certain things change on the outside, those feelings will go away. So we get very, you know, attached to making certain things happen and we try very hard to attract them or we take a lot of action to achieve goals and all of that stuff, right? Because so we want certain things, this human ego part of us, and it's very invested in this world. It, it, it values certain things in this world. It thinks we need them. It thinks we are, they're necessary. They're important for our happiness or whatever. So we want to. So all, with all of that, right, we have this desire to want to control things because we think things need to be a certain way. We think we need to have certain things to be happy. We think we'll be able to minimize bad feelings if we arrange our external world in, in certain ways and get certain things, avoid other things and bring things into our life that are good, push the things out that we think are bad. So, but when we understand energy and feelings and how that factors into what our life looks like, right? Like I always like to say energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings. The best way to get greater control over your life and your circumstances is realizing you don't have any. We really don't have any control in any meaningful way when you really think about it. Which is why it's so funny that we're so reluctant to give up something that we've never really had in the first place. It's almost like we try so hard to control things or every once in a while we seem to be controlling something to some degree that we've kind of convinced ourselves we have control. So again, we're reluctant to give it up even though when we really think about it, we're like, I actually don't really have any anyway. Sorry if you hear a, it's a very, very large dog I'm watching vigorously lapping up some water. Kind of a big bowl. I can't really separate myself from a couple of the animals here because I'll go crazy. So I have to just sit where they are and then hopefully they won't uh, make too much of a ruckus. So I apologize in advance for that because <clears throat> I can't, again, I can't go anywhere without them being right next to me. They'll freak out. So anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, right. So it's funny that we are so reluctant to give up control because we actually don't really have any. Because really, again, when you really think, if you really think about a lot of things and things that have transpired in your life or we really can't make things happen like major in any major, like controllable, consistent, predictable way. So we shouldn't be so reluctant to give up control because again, we don't have any, we've never had it. But I think because we try so hard to control, again, we've convinced ourselves that that somehow in some part of our mind that's translated to actually having it. But again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, the emotional state that comes with that true sense of surrender on an emotional level, again, not just some intellectual appreciation of like, yeah, I'm supposed to think that way, but then we actually don't really think that way and we want to believe it, but we actually don't believe it. We actually don't want to give up control, right? And we're like, actually, I don't want to do that. But when there's a true on an emotional level, you're like... Yeah, I really can't control anything, can I? So 
I'm not going to worry about stuff as much. I'm going to not try so hard to make certain things happen because if I really can't control anything, then no amount of effort or machinations or my troubleshooting and strategizing can actually guarantee any real particular outcome. If the outside circumstances aren't what really would make me happy, it would seem like not a good use of my time to put so much effort into trying to make my circumstances look a certain way because... Uh, it's not really going to make me happy anyway. All of my wants and goals are being driven by ego human me who doesn't really have a good handle on like what actually would make me happy and like what actually is really happening in the world and, and what's going on. So if I'm letting that part of me dictate what I want, and then I'm going to try really hard to make everything that way. I might be trying really hard to get something that I don't even actually want. I'm trying really hard to make something happen that's actually not for my highest good. It's not really the best representation of what I'm after, which essentially it's always a feeling, right? So think about so this giving up control. Again, ego minds like, no, I don't like that because I want to try to get everything. I have a very specific agenda. I want all these things. I got to make sure I get them. But for all those reasons I just listed, the emotional benefit of that is number one, it's very good because trying to control things and feeling very attached and thinking things need to be a certain way. And I got to have my hand in everything all the time and always be trying to, you know, be at the center of it all. And, and sh again, strategize and troubleshoot and, and try to nudge and control and manipulate everyone around me, cajole. It's like, okay, that doesn't feel very good. So... Again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, always trying to control everything, wanting to control everything, being attached to very certain things. And again, and trying to make things a certain way through all of your machinations on an action level and then also on a quote unquote manifestation level where you're putting all of this focus energetically setting all the, and doing all this shit, trying to make certain things happen for you. None of that feels good. But to realize you don't have control, again, and that sense of surrender that comes with that. That feels really good. It feels really good to give up the fight, to give up the struggle, to give up doing a bunch of stuff that, again, is not going to guarantee the outcome you want for any and with any certainty because you ultimately can't control it. That doesn't mean you won't take certain actions or you won't still do certain things, but your motivations, your intentions, how you go about it, the quality of your consciousness that's driving any actions you're taking will be very different and you will still get things because you will create an energy that's very conducive to getting them. So, yeah, the best way to get more control over your circumstances is realizing you actually don't have anything, have any control. You've never, and you've never really had it. So, again, ego mind's going to be like, that doesn't really make sense to me. But again, ego mind doesn't understand the role of energy and emotion and the, the state of your internal world on on your reality. It doesn't get it. The thing that most influences what your life looks like is the one thing it doesn't even take into account at all. Think about that. Really let that sink in. The only thing that matters is the one thing that it doesn't even think about. That doesn't even, it doesn't even regard it. It's not even aware of. That's going to be, you know, that's going to be a bumpy ride trying to change our circumstances when it's, when we're letting, we're, we're, we're letting ourselves be guided by a thought system and a part of us that's not even aware of the most important piece of the puzzle, the most important element. So yeah, the best way to get more control over your life is realizing you don't have any because the emotional state that creates the energy, the vibration that creates is very, very friendly 
to receiving all of the things your ego human mind will find very, very pleasing. Like I've always said, this when we really focus internally, when we do this inner work, again, energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings. All of that emotional healing and clearing and just general sense of well-being, that has no choice but to profoundly impact your life. And when we're in control mode and we want to control everything and we insist we know what we want and we know what's best for us and everything has to be this way and it has to come through this channel and this person has to do this and everyone else needs to bend to my will and, you know, and to make sure, and again, you're trying to control all of these million moving parts outside of you because you think it needs to be, everything needs to come together in a certain way to get what you want. That doesn't feel very good. That's not a good feeling. That's not a good energy. And, you know, when people are in a very controlling mode and when they're very action, yeah, you see people, they get stuff and they might appear to be achieving goals and getting stuff done. But in a lot of cases, right, those, those uh, rewards are very hard won. If our outside circumstances can't really make us happy, even if they get what they want, they might not feel, you know, the emotional payoff might not be what they were expecting. If they worked really, really hard to achieve something, they might believe probably that they have to keep working very, very hard to maintain what they've acquired or created. It's, um, so even if you operate that way and you seem to get the stuff you want, if what we, if the outside is not what really makes us happy, again, kind of like I was saying before, it's like all of that focus to try to make the outside look a certain way and control it. It's like, it's not worth the effort because you not, you're not going to really get what you want. So it, ultimately, which is the feeling level. So really think about that. It, you know, like when you, when you let it sink in, really, it starts to make sense that the best way to get more control over your life as, you know, in the way of we want certain things to happen and we want to make sure certain things happen for us, the best way to quote unquote guarantee those things happen is to stop trying to control everything to try to get them to happen. And, and again, all these machinations and, and everything that you're doing to try to try to make these things happen. It's like, number one, there's no guarantee it'll work. And again, if the outside isn't what really makes us happy, putting so much effort into trying to make the outside look a certain way is kind of a waste of time. And when we don't work on what's happening inside of us, we don't enjoy these things as much anyway. So again, if there's a part of us that will always value what's happening in the outside world and think it's important to have relationships and money and do whatever, or to have certain experiences and have your life look a certain way or live a certain type of lifestyle, if there's a part of you that will always put value there, which is probably most human beings that aren't enlightened, then it's like, okay, well, it makes sense to then maybe do some inner work and, and focus on in ways and, and think about how to go about this in a way where, again, if I think these things are important and valuable, wouldn't I want to do the work on myself that would make me enjoy them to the maximal degree? Because if we don't work on all the shit that's inside of us, that's at the root of why we want these things, when they show up and we still have all that stuff inside of us, again, like I was saying before, that emotional payoff we're looking for, these experiences, these relationships, the money, the whatever it is you want, it's not going to feel anything like you probably in your mind right now are imagining it would feel like because it's not the answer. And I use this example a lot because it's a good one with relationships. Think about the quality of a relationship in two different scenarios. Scenario one, you're needy, you have a huge trust issues, you have low self-esteem, you're looking for men or women to validate you and approve you and heal the pain of your bad childhood or your neglectful dad and you know, the list of that shit can go on and on. And you're putting all of that on this other flawed human being that has their own shit that they're probably dealing with. 
and you're looking for them to give you all of this stuff, what what do you think a relationship a relationship like that would be? What do you think you'd feel like versus a relationship where you've dealt with all of your trust issues, uh, all of your issues with men, you've forgiven your father, you've healed from your childhood, you've healed from your bad marriage and the, the betrayal of your ex or, and all these other things. You're happy with yourself. You love yourself. You feel whole, perfect and complete as you are. And then you have this other person come into your life and... You're a great match. You enjoy each other. You support each other. You're just enjoying your, your human bodily experience with this person. And again, you're not putting any of your shit on them. You're not looking for them to give you anything, to do anything for you, to provide anything you're lacking. You're not holding them responsible for anything in your life or any of your feelings. If a relationship is so important to you and you think it would be so amazing to have a relationship, which type of relationship would you rather have? I'd rather have a relationship B, right? Where it's like, I'm actually really enjoying this relationship and enjoying this person. And we have, there's, it's more a, a harmonious um, pairing. And, you know, again, we're not manipulating each other and putting all of our shit on each other, right? So, so again, if there's a part of us that we, we will value these worldly experiences, again, it makes sense to try to do the inner work and to try to adopt a perspective on all of this stuff where you'd actually enjoy them to the max, same thing with money. You want to work on all your weird money shit because manifesting more money is not going to take away all of those really deeply, those really deep fears of like lack and scarcity and insecurity. There are plenty of people that have a shitload of money. They still feel that way. There'd be no logical reason for them to feel that way. It's like, well, you have $20 million in your bank account. How could you be scared of going broke? Because again, if our circumstances aren't responsible for our good feelings or like when we think about our circumstances, if right, if they're not responsible for our bad feelings, it would also follow that they can't make us feel any good feelings either. They can't make us cultivate certain feelings. So if someone has a lot of deep seated stuff with money, manifesting a lot of money, it, it, it wouldn't really on some surface level. Sure. They might intellectually understand their, they have money and they don't have to worry about money on a very surface intellectual level, but the, the manifestation of the money is not going to touch on that deeper stuff. Right? So again, working on this stuff is adv advantageous to the ego human part of you that doesn't care about any of that, but cares very deeply about getting all of these things and doing all of that stuff is what will make it, you know, more enjoyable. So Yeah. The best way to get more control over your life to get all the things you want is to realize you don't have any control. That that emotional state that gets created with that sense of surrender, with recognizing. Because think about how, how bad does it feel to be trying to control everything all the time, especially, again, when you don't really seem to succeed all that much. Or when you have the appearance of succeeding. Like on the surface, it would appear as if you controlled something because you got a particular outcome. It probably didn't feel good. Whatever you did to get that outcome probably didn't feel very good. And another thing too with wanting to control everything is when you're letting the ego mind and you're very set on very specific goals and specific things, you're probably selling yourself short with what you're actually capable of actually receiving in your life because the ego mind has a very low bar for what it's willing to accept. It, it doesn't care about the dream job. It cares about getting the job that has enough money to pay your bills because it doesn't like the feeling of worrying about money. So again, it doesn't. It, it all, it's all about pain minimizing. So I just want a, a job where you don't worry about your bills. It doesn't care about you manifesting this amazing partner to go through life with. It's like, I don't like how it feels to be single. Being single makes me think all these bad things about myself. But if you get a boyfriend, then I'll feel better. And it means that I'm not unattractive. I'm not 
unlovable in some way. I'm not annoying or I'm not, I don't have a bad personality or all these, all this other shit, right? It's like, so again, that, you know, that idea of wanting to control and letting ego mind guide everything and being so certain about, you know, it, you're probably selling yourself short with, you know, what you're, you're again, ego mind has a very low bar, what it's willing to accept because it operates from pain minimizing mode and pain minimizing mode is very different than maximizing well-being and maximizing positive emotion. Pain minimizing is like, again, that's going to be a very low bar. It just wants to minimize bad feelings and what it's, and it, it has a very, again, a very low bar. It doesn't expect much in that, in that regard because pain minimizing is, you know, it's a very different way of, of operating. Because when you're not trying to control, again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, that creates a huge shift because a lot of our energetic discord at the root of it is wanting to control. And why do we want to control things? Because there's fear. There's Fear is at the root of, of control. And that's why I talk about the mind a lot and how it's helpful for this sort of work. And because the mind, the thought system that the mind has dominated, the ego, human mind, or uh, Course in Miracles, right, talks about the higher mind and the lower mind. It would refer to that part of us, right, as the lower mind. You know, there's different terms. That part of that thought system is completely rooted in fear. And when we're fearful, yeah, we're going to want to control more. And when we're not, and, and then realizing, you know, so when we realize we don't have control, I mean, one of the things we have to deal, we'll have to deal with to really again, accept that idea on an emotional level is we'll have to deal with the fears. Because again, at the control, you want to control things because there's a fear. Whether it's controlling something in your particular life, thinking something needs to be a certain way because you're fearful of, of what would happen if you didn't get this thing. We want to, right, politics, right, if we're, you know, on a worldly collective level, stuff like politics is completely driven by fear. We're afraid Democrats are afraid of Republicans and Republicans are afraid of what Democrats are going to do. And so we have to try to control everything by just, you know, uh, we've got to make sure this party is in power and got to make sure this law gets passed or doesn't. Right. It's all based on there's some fear at the root of it. Unless there if there wasn't any fear, we wouldn't feel so attached to things being a certain way. And again, ego mind operates from pain minimizing mode and fear is very, very painful. So it wants very, very hard to minimize that feeling. So one of the keys to getting into this space in a genuine way is you have to start exploring your fears. The more you want to control something, the more fear there is there. What are you afraid of? Why do you need something to be a certain way? Why do you think something in your life needs to happen? Why do you need a relationship? What are you scared about? If you were to be, if you were to remain single forever, if I never got what I wanted, what scares me about that? And like I always say, to do this work on a meaningful, genuine level, not just a surface level, let me just try to feel better to get what I want, but a real, like real, true, energetic, emotional transformation, we have to ask ourselves some very uncomfortable questions that bring us to some very, very uncomfortable places. And one of the questions, if you want to discover, again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, we have to see what we're feeling now. And when I say that, like I always like to stress, I don't mean this constant analysis of everything you're thinking and feeling 24 hours a day, every day you're conscious. But we do have to get a sense of if you're really attached to certain things, if you're really in control mode in a certain area of your life where you feel very much like you have to make sure things are a certain way, you have to be like, what's in my mind right now? What is? What am I scared of? Because there there's a fear driving me 
that's making me think I need to have a certain thing. Things need to be a certain way. This person needs to be as they're trying to, whether you're trying to control other people, certain circumstances, trying to control something coming through a very particular channel, whatever it is you're trying to control or you believe you need to control. Why? What am I scared of? And again, this is an uncomfortable question of if I never got what I wanted, what scares me about that? What scares me about what about never losing the weight? What scares me about never healing my health problem? What scares me about never having the relationship? What scares me about my business never succeeding? What am I scared of? What's the story there? Like I say, our only problems are ever in our mind. Our problems are not our circumstances. It's our story about them. And this is one of the core choices. Uh, when we talk, I always talk about where everything's a choice between two thought systems. And one of the core thought one of the core differences between those two thought systems is the root of our emotional pain and suffering where it's coming from ego mind will tell us it's our circumstances spirit mind's thought, thought system right will tell us it's our story about our circumstances it's our mind our mind is where the pain is so you know one of the core choices we have to make you know to do this sort of work is you have to decide that one of those core ideas is which which one are you going to go with because that's going to set the tone for for the whole journey and if you choose ego thought system that it's the circumstances then you know that really puts a, a really puts a wrinkle in everything because if you're if you won't accept the problems in your mind right then you're not going to go within your mind and see what's there because you're going to reject that premise but if you accept that idea even if you're very resistant to it but a part of you accepts maybe that's true that almost every spiritual teaching regardless of all the differences in philosophy and different things, they kind of have a few core things that they all kind of say. And one of them is the problem is your mind. It's not your circumstances. It's, it's what's happening in your head. It's, it's your story. It's your perception. So, you know, that to me, when you start to see a lot of repeat ideas and, and a lot of different thoughts and philosophies that on, and, and many other ways might seem very divergent and very different, but there's a few core, it's like major religions, right? There's a lot of differences, but then there's a few like core things that are kind of the same, like universal themes. And this is one of them with like spiritual teaching that will tell you. So, right, you have to make that choice because until you go within your mind and deal with that fear you know, giving up that need to control will feel more challenging. Uh, it will be more of something that feels more like an intellectual thing and not really like an emotional thing. But again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, that that sense of surrender of like, I really can't control anything. I've been trying to control a lot of things. I worry about a lot of things and it doesn't feel good. My ego mind's really resistant to this idea. But again, on a feeling level, it's like, that would feel really good to believe that actually that would let me off the hook for a lot that would that would take care of a lot of emotional tension that I feel is is realizing I can't control anything and again, you still might do certain things, but you'll like for example, if you have a business right you are outcomes based obviously to some degree because you have this business and you think, okay, this is how I make my money, but even then you can and it might not be fully one thousand percent down to the bone, and that's fine, but you can predominantly operate from a space of. Yeah, I have this. I've had this business. Obviously, I have an intention to get some kind of result from it and make money. I'm not doing it as a hobby, but I can predominantly be driven by an energy where I recognize I can't control my business. I can't control how many clients I get. Like with my business, right? Like I can't make anybody hire me for their coach. I can't make anybody listen to this podcast. I can't make anybody uh, sign up for my email list. I can't make anybody buy uh, one of my things, courses I sell on my website. If I have a consultation call with somebody, I can't make them sign up for be a client. 
And I wouldn't want to make anybody sign up. If somebody wasn't resonating with me like a million percent, I wouldn't want to work with them anyway because it means that I'm not the right coach for them and they're not the right client for me and I'd want to leave them to find the resource that will be good for them, right? So think about that from how it would change something like, again, business is a good example because it tends to be to some degree people are going to be outcomes focused probably to some degree. Uh, but again, predominantly you can do it from a space of I'm just doing this because I enjoy it. And like I said before, that sense of surrender, that sense of knowing you really can't control anything, all of the things your human ego mind wants, like in that example, it would want money, it would want clients. There'll be a natural byproduct of that, but you don't have to try to get them and control everything and do a lot of shit that probably feels badly trying to when that, you know, when we operate that way, when we're very focused on outcomes and then trying to make certain things happen. So think about, for example, if you had uh, this idea of no control and just surrendering and just letting things be as they are, think about that energy going into a consultation call with a potential client that might be interested in using your services. You're not trying, you know, ultimately you can't make them become a client. Again, you don't want to try to, if someone's not fully on board, you don't want to try to, you don't want them, let, let them go find the good match. You don't want to try to convince anyone of anything anyway, even without any of this. But anyway, just want to throw that in there. But think about how differently would you approach that call when you're not trying to control an outcome? You're not trying to make them think or feel anything about you. Probably be a much more relaxed call. You could just be your, you show up, you be yourself. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. This is what I do. Kind of take it or leave it. Not in like a, a rude way, but just in a, a confident, like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I do. And if you're a match, great. If not, great. You know, either way, it's fine. You'd probably be, you'd probably be very relaxed. And in that relaxed sense, you'd probably attract more like good matches and more, more, the majority of people you talk to would probably end up becoming a client because you ended up attracting like really good people to you in that kind of energy rather than people that aren't a good match and you have like bad negative experiences with them or then they decide not to work with you and it makes you feel bad about yourself and you have this whole story about it when like it's, that's totally not true. It's just that you weren't a match and that's really all there is to it. So yeah, again, you still might take actions in certain respects, but you're, when you operate from this space of recognizing you can't control anything, when you're not looking for your circumstances to make you happy, when you start really giving that stuff up in a, in a more genuine way on an emotional level, you that changes your relationship with action dramatically. And that's a good thing because a lot of people, especially with LOA type stuff, I know from my own experience of going through different stages of this quote unquote process and, and, and seeing what was happening and seeing what I was doing and, and kind of comparing what my life looked like to what was happening inside and when, what I was doing. I know that, you know, especially again with LOA manifestation, when people are very externally focused in that way, you know, this whole thing with the role of action and all of this and their relationship with action, it's a very big source of tension for a lot of people needlessly. But it's just a phase I think everyone kind of goes through as they kind of try to tease out what's happening and like how it all fits into the picture. But all of this and what happens when you start getting in this mode is like rather than action being this confusing thing, it's like, I don't know, what do I do or how does this fit? And all this, again, all this tension around it. Actions, it becomes just because, again, action is just manifestation of energy. It's not these two like mutually exclusive like routes to something like, well, either work on my energy and get it or I'll take action and get it. They're, they're connected, right? Action is just a manifest. Action is level of effect. It's not level of cause. So when you're in this sort of state of mind, um, 
again, your relationship with action changes dramatically. And one of the, number one, you don't feel as much tension around it anymore. Because one of the reasons we have so much tension around action is we're still very outcomes focused and we want to make sure we're getting and controlling and that we see action as a very core part of getting. So again, there's going to be that tension there. Of what do I do and what do I not? And, I, and it's a bunch of like all that bullshit. But in this other mode, when you're more in spirit thought system mode, you're not looking for the outside to fix everything. You recognize that's not the answer. You're not as outcomes based anymore. You're more internally focused of like, my main goal is I just really want to feel better. And I understand that all of this inner, like I said before, all of this inner emotional work or whatever you call it is all ego human wants are a natural byproduct of it. In again, the sense of surrender, giving up all of that creates an emotional state that's very conducive to manifesting all sorts of things. Again, human ego personality self, you will find very, very pleasing. So that part of you will be taken care of. Because with action right now, when you're in this state, action, again, you your relationship with it changes a lot. And when, whereas before you're spending all this time trying to figure out what to do and, and, and agonizing over what actions to take or not, all of that shit, right? That feel again, there's that tension there that's constant. The, I always like to say the being paves the way for the doing. And when you change your being in these more dramatic ways with these shifts in thinking and this embracing of ideas like giving up control and all of these sorts of things, that sort of emotional transformation again will pave the way. You'll be inspired. You'll be guided. Your action. You'll know what to do. You'll feel inspired again. You're not so much trying to figure out what to do anymore from this tense space of like control and attachment and wanting to minimize pain and just impatience with where and resistance to where you are now. It's more like you're in a better space emotionally. And again, you feel guided to certain actions. What that guidance is, whatever you want to call it, your spirit guide, angels, your intuition, your higher self, your soul, whatever you think of that's guiding you, it doesn't really matter, but there's something, it's coming from somewhere else you feel like, and you're just like, there's inspiration, you just know what to do. In a lot of cases, you might take the same actions that you're taking now, but like I said before, you take them from a very, very different space. You'll still create content for your blog that you run for your business. You'll do your podcasts and your videos and your social media updates or whatever it is that you do. But whereas before you were doing everything from that tense space of, I just have to take action to make something happen. I need to make sure my blog is always updated so people know I exist. So you force yourself to, and right, and all of that, again, very outcomes focused of like, I'm trying to get something. I need money. I need clients. I need people to buy stuff from me. I need, I need, right. It's always outcome. Now you're like, okay, I really can't control what people are going to do. So I can't make anybody buy anything. I can't make anybody, whatever is going to happen is going to happen with that. And it's more from a space of I'm creating this because I enjoy it. It feels good. Uh, when I feel inspired to create content, I will. When I don't, I won't. And I know that's okay. And if I might not do it, but again, you might still be doing a lot of the same things you're doing, but you're just doing them with a totally different energy, a totally different intention. And again, a lot of that tension that comes from wanting to control and force things and try to get a certain outcome, you're not motivated by that as much anymore. You might, you're just motivated more like, you know, I'm really passionate about what I do. I like helping people. It's fun to create my podcast. It's fun when I do my social media. It's fun, whatever it is that you do. And you're like, yeah, actually, I like doing that. And you might recover, maybe some of you, hopefully you recover some of your passion maybe for what you're doing and, you know, you'll, uh, you'll still take actions. I know people here, they get nervous about, they're not going to do anything. And in some cases you might dramatically change your relationship with action. 
you might stop doing certain things, at least temporarily, and maybe you'll pick them up again from a different space, or maybe you'll feel inspired to do certain things. But, you know, so that's another possibility too, is, you know, when you start to give up this idea of trying to control everything, it might lead to very dramatic shifts in, in how you act in certain areas of your life, at least temporarily, or maybe permanently. Again, it depends on the circumstance and, and what's happening with you and the space you're doing, what you're doing from now and, you know, why you want what you want and, and all of that, right? These kind of individual factors. But yeah, the best way to get more control over your life is realizing you don't have any. The energy of surrender is much more friendly to all of your external wants and, and receiving them than the energy of trying to control everything, insisting you know what's best and how things have to be and, and all of that stuff, right? So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.